This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. How is everyone doing? Coming to you live from Studio Ford After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV Wrestling and Sports presents WWE Hall of Fame Wishes. How's everyone doing? My name is Football Voice, and we have a show for you. This is, I can't say, it's almost like a structure. It's a cool, cool idea. We're going to crown the greatest faction that's not currently in the Hall of Fame. But before we do that, we have to introduce our panel because we got the heavy hitters to discuss this. On my far, far left, this guy here is known as a wrestling professor. He's all over. Talking about after 83 weeks and in the YouTube space, my favorite pundit and yours, Mr. Steve Coffey. Why, hello. Thank you. I, I think I was one of your host wishes. Yeah, I was. I was. You were Hall like, of Fame. Short it was list. Very short list <laughs> yeah. of wishes. Yeah. Wishes you hope, and I'm you hoped it, you manifested it, and I'm here. Yeah, you didn't tell me no. That's all everyone else kind of did. Uh, but on his right, uh, he has, quote, the guy with the most valuable opinion on the panel. Give it up for the AEW Dynamite After Buzz show host, Jack Farmer. You are looking at the meat in a wrestling pundit sandwich. Whew. I like being in the middle of you guys. Whew. This is all good right. times. <laughs> <laughs> and also behind the boards in the booth, he is a hand of the board, the game master himself. Give it up for Vito. What's going on, you guys? You can't really see me on the screen right now. I didn't put myself up, but I will later. Welcome to the game, boys. Uh, that's a tease. I, that, is, that is a tease. So how it works is like this. We have a bracket of some of the most influential factions this time. And we're going to go one by one, match per matchup, and find out which one we all collectively think isn't currently in the Hall of Fame, but should be. That's our... After Buzz TV, WWE Hall of Fame wish. And here right now is our bracket. Look at that from Ooh. different eras all over. Uh, anyone there stands out as far as placement here? Um, so guys. Nation of Domination getting a number one seed. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, definitely stands out. Or number one by, around one by, number one seed. Corporation makes sense because that's like dozens of people. Dozens. Um, yeah. As an old school WCW fan, I love seeing the Jersey Triad represented on this <laughs> on this uh, bracket. That could be a dark horse here. I want to give a shout out to the members, the men and women, a part of the AfterBuzz TV Wrestling and Sports Board of Trustees who <laughs> pulled together this list for us today. But let's get right into it. Dangerous Alliance against Evolution. Now these are two groups that are influential for a lot of different reasons, different generations, uh, different promotions even in the case of Dangerous Alliance. Thoughts about this? I am shocked that this is a matchup this early <laughs> in the tournament. This could be a final, I think, because both of these are really, really big hitters. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Steve Coffin, do you agree with Jack Farmer? Um, I do agree in the in the widespread landscape of professional wrestling in the last 30 years. Yeah. 
both of these factions, for completely different reasons, are both influential and dominant. Ah, oh, come on. This is not the, the mutual admiration society. You're talking about which one is better. I gotta give that Oh, evolution. I think the dangerous oh, one. Oh, this, oh this, I thought you were talking about the matchup. Evolution no, is clearly one. the better of the two. Well, why is that? Without then? question, because it came in, it was a top tier stable right at the beginning. Every single member is a Hall of Fame individual, at least bound. And they ended the right way before it got stale. It's a Thumbs perfect, down. stable run. Okay. So, Steve, thoughts? We're talking wishes. We're talking wishes, baby. So, <laughs> practicality does not have to come What's into play. practicality? So, practicality, you would think Arn Anderson would go in by himself. Paul Heyman would go in by himself. Sherry Martel has not gone in? I don't think she has, but she should. Well, posthumous is now a whole thing. that She'll get one of the in-memoriam inductions. That counts, Steve. You're so dismissive. Ah, no, no, I'm not <laughs> dismissing it, but it's not the same as being able... It's yeah. not the same as actually being able to go out there. I think True. the Dangerous Alliance influenced the kind of wrestling and team wrestling, faction wrestling, the NWO Degeneration X, that allowed for evolution to ever exist. Oh, that is a good point. That is a good point. Dangerous Alliance is definitely around there. I know we... There are some different iterations of that uh, faction, Dangerous Alliance, I do appreciate, but I gotta give it evolution, and here's the reason why. It was a perfect set of having the old, the present, the past, the future. Randy Orton was made, Batista was made, uh, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, Motorhead was it? No. no. Motorhead. <laughs> <laughs> that whoopers never came up. Uh, Motorhead, that song, it was like my gym theme song for a long time. That one and Mark Henry's, you know, when I'm going to work out, you know? Evolution is mystery. You know? <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, look, the, I love the Dangerous Alliance, and you're right, they are so stacked with so many people amongst all the different variations of them, but I think if you were to take a microphone out to WrestleMania weekend this weekend and just ask Randy we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Random people... Name as many factions as you can. I think a lot of them would forget that the Dangerous Alliance was ever a thing. But I think that's what the I think we differ on what the Hall of Fame should do. Right. I think the Hall of Fame should elevate things like that that most people don't know about. Mm. Versus evolution, which every modern fan knows some form of evolution. That's they might true. not understand the importance of the Dangerous Alliance. Also, how will Eddie Morocco or how will Don Morocco, Eddie Gilbert, or the Dark Patriot ever Get, get a they won't hall of fame. <laughs> let's let's break it down for a second. We know what a hall is. We know what the word of means. But word number three is fame, ladies and gentlemen. And if people don't know you, how can we say you're famous? Oh, I'm let's, sorry. So Paul Heyman, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, Larry Zabisco, Medusa, Rick Rude, Michael P.S. Hayes, and uh, one uh, stunning Steve Austin. Oh, we gotta go keep are those not Gentlemen, people? let's get an answer. Who are you picking between the Alliance and Evolution? <laughs> the Game Master's upset, guys. I am not <laughs> upset. I am just <laughs> moving you along. Uh, all in favor for the Dangerous Alliance? 
one. one. Uh, evolution, I gotta give it to. Wait, two. I go evolution. Evolution, evolution moves well. on, <laughs> gentlemen. Thank you very much for this round. So we are taking out Dangerous Alliance. Hold on, let me get the proper tool for this. Okay. We are taking out Dangerous Alliance, and we are moving. I'd like forward to be known. I don't feel good evolution. about that win. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> can, can we just? I mean, can we talk about like which iteration was better for Dangerous Alliance? While I get that done. Yeah, I, I think like, it's worth throwing in real quick. I think quick. the WCW version is pretty solid. I think the WCW version is pretty solid. I think the ECW version has a lot of low key hits like 911 or Shane Douglas or yeah. the Tasmaniac or Sabu or Sherry Martel. Yeah. I, th- I think if we had to pick one variation for the Hall of Fame, it'd be the WCW one because so many stars. But personally, I loved the new Dangerous Alliance that we were talking off air. C.W. Anderson is one of my underrated uh, favorites. Let's go. So the Misfits in Action are against the Jersey Triad. WCW all night long, baby. Uh, just a little bit of backstory. The uh, Jersey Triad, all guys, even though Canyon was really from Jersey, uh, got pulled into that thing. <laughs> Whereas the Misfits in Action were all technically fired on air and they came together as different characters to so Skirt Bischoff's uh, iron there. Um, I have a soft spot for both of these teams, so I'm kind of in the middle. I need you guys to convince me. Jack Farmer, I'll start with you. Misfits or Jersey Triad? Well, we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, I'm not a fan of the Misfits in action, so I'm a Jersey Triad guy. I think you got <laughs> DDP who grew from nothing to become uh, one of the uh, an all-time favorite for a lot of people, and Canyon, who was imitating DDP, which I think imitation is Positively uh, Canyon. You know, and you had uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, which, as a kid, all, an all-time favorite of mine. So I got to put the Jersey Triad in there. Um, as much as I would love to be a contrarian. Do it! I can't. Oh. The Misfits, I'm looking at the Misfits in, in action right here. Okay. The, like, we're talking the Hall of Fame. Yes, the logo right. says that. Today. I'm, <laughs> I'm the professor of wrestling, and I had to Google them right quick. Right? Really? Yeah. The Misfits in action? The that is. Loco, Major Stash. Yeah, G.I. Bro. Debuted in 2000, disbanded in 2001. Okay. Captain well, Cajun? Come uh, on. Okay. Okay. Sergeant I, AWOL? <laughs> let's just say this. Let's just say for, for our counterpoint, because I have to go find one now. I was hoping for you to be I was trying, man. I was really... Uh, you could argue that the members of the Jersey Triad didn't really need to be in that group, whereas everyone in the Misfits in Action were collectively better being in that faction. Is that not worth a little bit of value there? Well, I think the a group, the Island of Misfit Toys, can be a fun thing. It doesn't necessarily always mean it's a great thing. And yeah. I think a lot of them were able to shine being a part of a stable, but I think it was. M- it was more of a crutch than it was something helping them to move up. Also, case in point, the Job Squad aren't even on this bracket. Yeah, but... I, th- I would argue if there were a bracket before this bracket, and it was the Job Squad <laughs> the bracket, the bracket. versus the Misfits in action, the Job Squad would wipe the floor yeah. with them. You know what? Yeah, that's a fair point. If, if, if we're going to move a team like this forward, yeah. Job Squad needs to be on this bracket. I'm just off the <laughs> idea. No, no, I think we all know where we're at here. If I had a gavel, that would be what I'd bang it. Uh, Steve just won. I just want to say, I gotta say, pin me, pay me is the best phrase in wrestling ever. <laughs> so let's take it to a vote real quick. I mean... All right, gentlemen. What's the vote? This uh, <laughs> Is that you? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the Misfits in action. No one for Zero. Misfits. Uh, well, straight, straight sweep for Jersey Triad. All right, Jersey Triad <laughs> moves up, and we've got Misfits out. So it will be Jersey Triad versus the Corporation. Woo-hoo.
So, Vito, the Game Master, walk me through the next bracket. I want you guys, to, I want you to give me the intro for this one. So, the next bracket, we've got Nation of Domination versus <laughs> Domination. Evolution. Evolution in the mystery. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. I'm so glad I could Gentlemen, do that. Gentlemen, I am so, good so we're excited get a copyright to hear where you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this. Wrestling in 90s and 2000 collide, the Nation of Domination against Evolution. Uh, I like Motorhead, and I do like The Rock, and Dino Brown was in that group, and not the Evolution. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm always torn. <laughs> Help me out here, Steve Coffin. I side with Nation of the Do- Nation of Domination yeah. here. Uh, it's once again, we're not talking about practicality because if you're going to get The Rock to turn up for a Hall of Fame induction ceremony, he, you're going to induct him by himself. That's Mark on, Henry. Mark Henry's already in. Owen Hart. Um, his family has to approve it, but we don't actually have to worry about that here at Hall of Fame Wishes. So I want Owen Hart, Mark Henry, The Rock. Godfather and D'Lo Brown. Those are my five. That's my team. I want them in. D'Lo was last? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm. Jack Farmer. Listen, uh, we know everything we need to know about the Nation of Domination. They've got some people who are great, but I I don't think for any of them it was their best moment was Nation of Domination. Uh, I, I don't think any of them were like the highlight of my career was Nation of Domination. They all had bigger moments, except for maybe D'Lo Brown. Um, Eurocontinental champion Evo- D'Lo Brown? Evo- <laughs> Evolution is a mystery, but I know that they're better than the Nation of Domination, so uh, I think they got to go through. I, I got to be honest with you, man. The Nation of Domination, well, you know what? The Evolution matchup is pretty difficult. I'm not trying to say that they deserve to go over them handedly, but you can argue the Nation of Domination really changed the fabric of what stables can do. They weren't just like, we're running roughshod like the disciples of Apocalypse. Lips. They actually had a message underneath of what they stood for. No, does that not count? I do. I do think they, out, Jack. they were actually a very. Uh, they were a very cool group in that they were actually addressing certain things and doing certain things that were very cool. But like I said, I think if you were to ask Farouk, was that his, he was a leader and it wasn't his best run because he had his time in the the APA, but he also had his time as a world champion in WCW. The Rock did a few things after that. Um, yeah. It gets a little. Fuzzy for me. I can't I, what's exactly that guy what up to right now? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, He's <laughs> probably, probably nothing. Warrock, where are you now? Um, <laughs> I think I saw him at a WrestleCon, maybe. I don't know. Except Virgil. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Mark Henry went on, again, to, to bigger and better things. Well, I, I think it was cool because it gave them some shine. I also think they were also never the biggest stable in the company when they were around. There was always better stables around when they were around. Okay. Well, D-Generation X was, like, the only stable. They really... There, were, there weren't as many, well, sta- like... There were a lot of like trash stables, and then the Nation of Domination and Degeneration X. Right, but there was those weird spinoffs too, like like with Crush and Savio. Mm-hmm. We got having yeah. their own thing as well. But I know we're getting off. We're getting off no, topic. no. But I think as a launch pad, I think you're right that they are a, more of a launch pad for a bunch of amazing careers. Wu Tang Clan of this, it's the exactly. Clan. Yeah. But like, do you, but, are the, but do the Wu Tang Clan not deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I think because Rock and Roll encompasses music. Yeah, now, if you look at their list, right? He has a spirit. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get a vote here. Uh, Evolution. Vote. We've got one for Woo! Evolution. And for the Nation of Domination. Oh, we've well, got two upset. for the Nation of Domination. I can't believe this. Fellas, the Nation of Domination does not move on, but Evolution does. Wait, what? No. <laughs> that was yeah. the opposite. It's the, wait, we, <laughs> no, the opposite. Said, Nation of Domination does not move on, you correct? 
Okay, yeah. No, no. Nation of Domination moves on. Evolution Nation of, Evolution of Domination moves on. Yes. I'm sorry, fellas. Evolution My bad. <laughs> it's easy to get that confused. That's okay. Whatever, Jack. So, I think that's just another mystery of evolution. Evolution is out. Nation of Domination <laughs> continues on to the next bracket. So, fellas, we've got in our next group, The Radicals versus Team Angle. This is actually my favorite matchup of the card. Uh, pure wrestling? A uh, little, little bit of a Flobito delight being that young, seeing both of those uh, people appear, groups appear on SmackDown. Jack Farmer, Team Angle, Selton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, and Kurt Angle himself, the Radicals. We're talking about Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. This is the hardest one for me, looking yeah. at this bracket, uh, because I feel like every argument I would make about one, I could make about the other. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with the Radicals here. Okay. One, because I'm a WCW fan, and I like seeing the WCW guys uh, get some get some love and get some respect. Uh, I think them moving from WCW to WWF at the time uh, was a huge moment for us wrestling fans, seeing that many people defect from one to the other that were people who were being built up. So I think they meant a lot, and so I think Radicals would be my pick. Ooh. See, and um, I don't think they're going in any other way than <laughs> other way. <laughs> um... <laughs> The Radicals are also my pick, but for, I wouldn't say different reasons, but the factions in wrestling, aside from the NWO and D-Generation X, and a couple like a couple of other great examples that were, I don't want to say we're cherry-picking, but aren't as big as those two that are being actually honored. Yeah. You lose out on teams like the Radicals that literally came in and radicalized mm. the way you saw the business, because up until that moment you felt that the WCW guys were the WCW guys and the WWF guys were the WWF guys. And it was that true moment of like, oh, everyone's jumping ship everywhere and anything can happen. And you got two, uh, yeah, we'll go with two future future world champions coming out of the Radicals. And they weren't the one you would think. Yeah. If you were to ask anyone involved, unless they were kind of like ribbing you, they would tell you Perry Saturn was the one they were looking at at this point. Oh, yeah, he's my fa- he was my favorite in that group. The, I, I call it the dad test, where like if, I, if I'm watching wrestling with my dad who doesn't really watch wrestling, yeah. and the person that he reacts to, that's the person that's really Trademark going dad. somewhere. The yeah. dad test. Yeah. And my dad, upon first seeing Perry Saturn, was like, that guy has zero body fat. Yeah. And looks like a yeah. tra- like a murderer. Yeah. He looks <laughs> he looks I like mean, wrestling's yeah. version of a mercenary. Like he just looks stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite in the flock as well. Yes, for the sim- for a very similar reason. I mean, he did a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> he did a lot of weird stuff in WCW. He did a lot of weird stuff post radicals and like I think that that was a bigger testament to his ability on screens, Perry yeah. Saturn. Also, we should all donate a little to his Patreon. Not his Patreon, his GoFundMe. Oh, he has one? I I know he had one. Uh, well, I just want to get in there real quick because I'm short on time. But I, I was, maybe maybe I'm being weird here, contrarian. I want to say Kit Team Angle. As great as the Radicals are, or were, or are and were, I guess at the same time, uh, I really felt like they, they came in as a unit and they kind of went their separate ways. Team Angle was more of a cohesive unit between uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin especially. And even when... Angle was removed from that equation and became the world's greatest tag team. It just wasn't the same. I, I felt with them, and one of the reasons that it holds me back from them, is it felt more like Angle and his buddies than it did an actual faction. Mm-hmm. Similarly, and the reason they're not on this list, is Edge and the Edgeheads. Okay. Right. Like, I don't Agreed. think Edge and the... Like, I see this as kind of... They were an incredible accoutrement to a top-level star. <laughs> it's way too phased for the show, bro. S- S- SAT words. <laughs> yeah. We're then able... I work at a re- like you work at a restaurant. It's an SAT word. Uh, <laughs> um, but then they go on and they can actually go on as a separate tag team and as singles guys or YouTube guys. Let's in the case of the Edgeheads, let's get right. his vote in here. Uh, so let's say for All the right, gentlemen. 
The well, radicals? Let's get this vote. Radicals. radicals. Two for radicals. Okay. <laughs> All righty, gentlemen. That no, makes it four. Put your hand up for one uh, and shame. I'm, oh. One for Team Angle. <laughs> Dou- doubling down. So Team Angle is out. And the radicals move forward onto round two. So the next round will be... <clears throat> the round after this next bracket will be Nation of Domination versus the radicals. But this time around, we are going... X-Factor versus Team Canada. So these two groups have like my favorite theme songs, Uncle Cracker for X-Factor and that dope instrumental track for Team Canada. Mm-hmm. I assume it's the WCW version. Uh, yeah. I, I think that would be the, the more of the more prolific of the two. You know, the, the one in TNA had a longer tenure. Jack Farmer, uh, Team Canada actually includes uh, a, a, a wrestler you may have heard of called Lance Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you go more in detail about how he's somehow okay? Yeah, if, if I if I could be serious for a minute, <laughs> he's always uh, serious. <laughs> I want to tell you the story about a guy oh, named you, Lance Storm. You brought Lance Storm. <laughs> if you notice here, it says to Jack here in the corner. Now this is what he a looks Hall bored Famer, there too. This is what a Hall of Famer does. Back in maybe two thousand, I uh, I I was part of a uh, an online auction. This fella had I lost, but he still sent me a signed picture, and ever since then. I've said I will always support Lance Storm, the GOAT, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, hold on. I have two questions. Wait, you're saying that Lance Storm bribed you in the past? (laughs) You're going to vote for him today? Maybe. Okay, (laughs) I have two questions. One, what were you trying to purchase on an online auction? It was a set of uh, (laughs) something he wore out to the ring. So it was tights and tights. Tights and boots. It was like a warm up. Okay. And two, that's. That is, an, that is an I authentic. I probably lost out because it was like 50 bucks or something. That is an 8 by 10 but that is an 8 by 10 on printed on laser jet. That, yeah, is, not, that, that, that is not the full glossy. <laughs> you framed it. You framed it so it hey, has no, the glossy kid. and I'm not, I'm not hating. He still signed it and sent it to you and that was very nice. There was also a letter that is framed at home oh, that no. you wouldn't be able to read the Maybe letter. it was a spare Jack autograph he just gave to you instead. But to answer the question seriously... I felt like Team Canada was one of the real bright spots in late period WCW. And I thought with with Lance Storm having three titles all at the same time, it was one of the biggest parts of the careers for a lot of people like uh, Elix Skipper, uh, probably Mike Awesome's best stuff after ECW. Uh, it was also, you know, uh, another career resurgence for uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Major Guns had some more time with them. I thought that they, again, were one of the bright spots of late period WCW. And the reason why I'm not a fan of the Misfits in Action, because they weren't fans of Team Canada. <laughs> Major Guns was in that group, too. And she, she smartened up and she joined this guy. I walked right to that one. I just walked on right. Planet. I got super kicked right so, first off, you've made an incredible claim for why Lance Storm should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes. Right here. Right. I don't know if that's actually a good claim for I, why Team Canada like, should be. I feel like it's get, getting glared every time I try to show. It'll be on your Instagram. You get to plug it. Um, I, I kind of have to side with Team Canada here. There were, Sean's going to hate me. Yeah. But I have to side with Team Canada here. They got a bit more time on t- television. Yeah. It was a more over angle. It was similar to how we were talking about team, how Team Angle was just Kurt Angle and then a bunch of guys who we turned, it turned out later were better aside from themselves. This was Lance Storm and a bunch of guys who were already good and then a bunch of guys gathered around Lance Storm right. who did better 
because they got to be a part of this group and did better a part of this group and away from this group. You're also forgetting Mike Awesome is right. a part of this group. That's true. Someone That's... who I don't I don't know if he's going to get a solo induction in the WWE Hall of Fame for essentially the way he became world champion and what he did while he was world champion like rubs some people rightly or wrongly the wrong way. Understand though he was not being paid. Like, right, right, right. I think there, there's one there's one brush everyone likes to paint that story with where they forget the other side. It's, that guy was not being paid yeah, I for think, a really long time. I think Mike Austin would totally be like the like the, the retro pick like 10 years, 15 years later. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I want to say this. I was speaking to the, the board of trustees at the After Buzz TV Wrestling Sports Alliance, and they were saying X Factor was a cool, pretty cool group at the same time, but it's an unfair matchup. I really think Team Canada did a lot more as a faction. I think they were a lot more cohesive as a unit, and I hate the fact that Jack is all right with his 8x10. Uh, I'm going to vote for uh, Team Canada as well. It's an official vote. Read up! So the official vote goes out right now, gentlemen. We've got three for Team Canada and none for X Factor. So oh, X Factor does Canada. not move on. Also, and Team also, Canada does. Are we going to give, Sh- like, also, we aren't, we aren't going to give Sean Waltman a third Hall of Fame ring that's not for him himself. Yeah, that would be weird. He's like, thank you for your service, Sean Waltman. (laughs) Gentlemen, it is time to move on to the Jersey Triad versus the Corporation. This is going to be fun. So the Corporation was part of one of the biggest storylines in pro wrestling wrestling in the late 90s. The Jersey Triad themselves were impactful what they were, but they weren't really together for a whole period of time, but they did have a bunch of fans and supporters. Jack Farmer, walk me through this. Jersey Triad or the Corporation? I, again, I'm a WCW guy. I love DDP. Mark. I love the things they did, but they've got no chance. <laughs> no chance in hell. Wow, that was really clever. That uh, was well played. Uh, the corporation, come on. I, do we need to even add more to this? Like, I mean, we could talk. They took over the, the WWF when it was at the top of its peak of ratings. It, I'm shocked it's not already in the, the Hall of Fame. I think part of the reason it's not in the Hall of Fame is that there are too many members Mr. McMahon, Shane McMahon, Triple H, The Rock, Ken Shamrock, The Big Boss Man, Sean Michaels, Sergeant Slaughter, Joe Briscoe, Pat Patterson, The Big Show, China, Kane, Test, and that's just like the very top page that's of Wikipedia. That's the corporate ministry merger, too. Yeah, like that was like the corporate ministry merger. Um, the Mean Street Posse, I think, were at the very least ancillary members yeah. of they were the, the corporation. Back. I think it's kind of unfair. It's a little interesting we don't have the, the ministry on here. Degeneration X oh, merged at one point. It was yeah. a mega corporation. Like, yeah. Like yeah. most corporations, it ate yeah. up everything <laughs> else around them. Right. And uh, those vert- like, vertical integrations, that was all about it. Uh, I want to give a shout out to people in the chat. Thank you so much for watching along with us as we uh, talk wrestling. Charlie Harper says, seriously the, seriously, the amount of star power in the Heenan family truly makes it mm. all the factions look like weak to big time. So he's a big fan of the Heenan family, which is a yeah. very, very, very uh, awesome choice if that would have made it that would be fine as well but did not let's talk about this Jersey Triad anyone for that any reasons why they would even have a chance in hell just kind of a contrarian kind of idea support the boys from Jersey um I think support the boys from Jersey it's an Mm -hmm. easier story to tell the Jersey Triad is the Jersey Triad it's those three guys yep it's those three guys they're working together They're, they're going through it and this is their impact on professional wrestling whereas I think the corporation similar to the NWO Encompassed so much of pro wrestling that it becomes a really difficult way to like. So, do, who who is the corporation? Do we say that it's Shane McMahon, Mister McMahon, Big Boss Man, Ken Shamrock, and Gerald? And, like, where yeah. do you start? Where do you stop? 
Sure. Like I think for simplicity's sake, the art the, the argument would be for the Jersey Triad. Okay. Well, uh, simplicity's sake doesn't really count for a vote. Does I would it? I would uh, I would I would argue and counter you would just do the NWO rule where you take like the t- first three or four wrestlers and not leave out the guys who are the because if Bischoff's not in, then maybe you leave out Vince McMahon and you just say yeah. Rock, Big Show, uh, and I can't remember who the next well, Triple H. Hogan H- ever be a Hall of Famer? <laughs> let's get a vote in here, guys. All right, gentlemen, let's get our votes in. So for the Jersey Triad, can I get any hands? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to go for Jersey okay. We've got one hand yep. for Jersey Triad, which, gentlemen, I do believe that means that the corporation – is the winner by default. Thank you very much, gentlemen. The Jersey Triad is out of the game, and the corporation moves on. Awesome. Before we do, I just want to say thank you so much for making us ESPN TV Talk. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share the show Share the show on social media with all your friends. And even people you don't may think are into brackets or wrestling, it's always good to say that, hey, look, I found this. This is cool. Come check it out. After Buzz TV. Woo, 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 woo. It's available wherever you should be podcast. On iTunes, Spotify, all that. And, of course... Right here on YouTube. And if, if, I, if I can jump in on jump that. Jump in there, uh, dude. This is a new show. So sharing is super important. I know we, we talk about it all the time, but with new shows like this, that's the only way we can really get this information out there. So shares are super important. I tie myself worth all the likes I get. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's a new, speaking of a new show, more than sharing and views – Engagement and suggestions are also super helpful to a brand new show that's right. finding its way and building its audience. That, that's on point. Please yep. make sure to continue to talk in the comments, everybody. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Vito Scuddy, <laughs> and I am so glad to be here as your game master. And with that, shall we move on, gentlemen? Please. Wait, you pronounce it Scuddy? It's Scuddy. All right, let's go. <laughs> so our next matchup in our pre-semifinals is the Nation of Domination Versus the Radicals. It's getting real, y'all. It's getting real. We are the nation. It really is. Domination. Now, these two groups have a similar vibe of of taking the system and even shocking them. (laughs) Wow. Both appeared in WWE. I know. Thanks. Like every welcome. comedy show I ever did. Uh, the Nation Domination definitely uh, had a bit of a, a launching pad for a lot of guys in that group. The Radicals were coming almost like a launching pad for the WWE versions for these four members there. Let's talk about this. Which one's more impactful? Which one would you move on if you have a chance, Steve Kaufman? Um, this is a rough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the Radicals. Just Ooh. boom. With a bullet. Yes. Radicals with a bullet. I think their contribution to the business overall... And the marquee members, I, the feel-good story, I think the Radicals. Okay, yeah. That's that's simple. drop. Yes. Do you have an 8x10 of D. Malenko there? You can show people how much you love them? I have an 8x10 of Chris Benoit that I can't bring oh, anywhere. Fair enough. Okay. No. <laughs> you made it weird. Just <laughs> <laughs> way before. Jack Walker, what's up? Uh, this is one of those matchups that when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's whatever. But now as I think about it, like, it is, it is a tough one to mm-hmm. pick. I'm going to go with the Nation of Domination here because I think their culture, what they've done as culturally relevant and what they were talking about as a faction and all the people that were in it did move on to big things. Um, and I feel like we remember the big things they did more than, for me, and, and this might just be me, with the Radicals, I don't really remember a lot of their feuds that well as a team or right. what they did as a team that well. I mean, I remember they were a team and they came in together, but I don't really remember what they did as a unit. True. Where I remember the Nation of Domination, and I remember what they did. I remember them standing in the ring together, lined up, and 
I, I think they embodied what a faction is a little bit more. I was on the offense going in, but hearing both of your arguments, I think I'm... It's kind of not a clear one for me, but I'm going to lean towards Nation Domination as well. Uh, I had SmackDown exclusively as a kid, didn't have USA Network, so the Radicals were a lot bigger. They were featured more. They were seen as like more of a marquee on the on the on the extra show back when there was the same storyline stretched out over a week. Uh, but the Nation Domination stood for a lot of things in ring work, uh, tag teams, different combinations of tag teams, and I mean you can't deny Owen Hart's work in that group too. So it wasn't just like a a single idea or racial idea. It was like an idea of being held down by the man. Mm-hmm. That's my vote. The Nation. Domination. Alrighty, fellas, are we ready to get to a final vote? Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. And for Nation of Domination, can I get hands? Hands. We've got two hands we and for the, the radicals, Steve. Thank you for your contribution. But the radicals do not move on. Nation of Domination moves forward into the finals. And now, gentlemen, we come to our second semifinal match. Team Canada versus the Corporation. Ain't no chance in hell. The Corporation was <laughs> one of the biggest uh, factions of all time and one of the biggest storylines of all time. But there's something to say about Team Canada, not only as a WCW idea, or even a TNA idea, just a philosophical idea of, hey, look, we are from a country which has so many fantastic superstars. We're constantly overlooked, but not anymore. That is my pick with a bullet. Team Canada, all the way. Really? Really. <laughs> you put it down. You can put it down. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, <laughs> Team Canada. You're blushing. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, this is just proof that if you believe in yourself the way Team Canada did. You can take on the misfits in action, you can take on the filthy animals, and you can take on the Millionaires Club, and you can be remembered forever as part of the Hall of Fame with this guy, Lance Storm. (laughs) Wow. Um, Help me out, Steve. Please don't do that. (laughs) So, the corporation... So wait, we're we're going to go the Hall of Fame route. Right. If you ask the average attendee of WrestleMania any year who team Ca- who the members of Team Canada are, yeah. they would just name you Canadian wrestlers and maybe they'd land on Lance Storm. If you were to ask them members of the corporation, granted, that's a sampling error because there were literally 35 members of the corporation. Right. They'd be able to name you five. You put sampling errors in wrestling? To, to be fair, I think if you were just naming Canadian wrestlers, you still wouldn't get most of them. <laughs> I can do, if it was just something the street, definitely Storm, I can think of. I remember Skipper being there. Uh, not even the whole TNA version. Even though know P.D. Williams did a whole thing, mm-hmm. it's usually just Storm, maybe even Alex Skipper. So are we including all the TNA? Ca- because they would never go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So... The, they're they're not eligible. Also, Carl Ouellet and Jacques Rougeau were members of Team Canada. Right, those are the ones I don't important. think of. I think of like the, the three belts on on lands being like this is a Saskatchewan Hardcore International title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the hundred kilograms and under title, <laughs> Canadian title. By the way, if you want to see absolute perfection, watch Lance Storm put those stickers on the belt dead center first time live on TV. Wow, it's yeah. absolutely crazy. He just goes bat and it's. Absolutely. I perfect. can't even cut a bagel in half correctly. Is that what you're saying? I know like 30 year vets in production design and prop design specifically. Yeah. Who know they're not going to get it right on the first try and just design it in a way of like how do, the sticker comes off, right? You're not cool. wrong. Nope. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Who's going to vote, man? <laughs> I vote corporate. I'm sorry. All righty, gentlemen. Let's get this vote in. So for Team Canada, can I get hands? We've got uh, one hand. I got to do it. Oh, oh, we've got two hands. Two hands. Team hands. Canada. Upset yes. win. The upset win the corporation <laughs> does. This is the worst pick we could have done, on. but I am so happy as a fan right now. I cannot believe. Real talk. Do you include Bret Hart? Yes. One night only, Bret Hart was a member of Team yeah. Canada. Uh, that's a hard one for me, but hey, it's still the way to New Blood Rising, right? Yes. Gentlemen, yes. Yep. that leads us to our final round. But Flobo, do you have something for us first? I do. So we talk about wishes and things we want to see in the Hall of Fame. And you know, you heard the phrase, uh, that guy or that gal is a future Hall of Famer. So one thing about, what about someone who may be a future snub? Someone you know who's really a workhorse today that you have a feeling that won't be recognized for their work. Now, for me, currently in WWE, has to be the group of the Liberators. We're talking Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro. I think it's interesting to me that every wrestler who's come up always has a positive Cesaro story. Uh, um, Sami Zayn has a way to, to make uh, Shinsuke that much more of a dastardly heel, and the King of Strong Styles towards the twilight of his career, but he's putting a little bit more mileage as even in the IC title division. That's my pick. If there were to be a future snub, definitely the Liberators. What do you guys think? I, I agree. I think all those guys are... I think people love all of them, but I couldn't already see time sort of forgetting yeah. them. Yeah. So, um, first I'm hearing of the, future, the current future snubs. Yeah. So, I'm taking the challenge an extra level. I'm on WWE.com slash superstars right now. Woo! And I will pick someone... Cedric Alexander. Right here, Apollo right Bruce. now, that I think... Boy, who's this black? Oh, will... <laughs> Will not be recognized in 20 years, and I think that answer will be Kurt Hawkins. He's not recognized now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he should be. Why? Yeah, you know, you know, and I made it to the sea and, over New and York. decided him. You know what, though? That's actually true, because he's been wrestling with the WWE for a long time two at different this point. Yeah. And Zack Ryder. People know who Zack Ryder People know who Zack Ryder is. Like, woo, woo, Yeah. What's Kurt Hawkins? Kurt Hawkins? He's kind of... Woo, woo, woo. So there's respect there. Uh, shout out to Kurt Hawkins. I didn't, well, why would you think? Because he's at this tenure, or...? I think his tenure, he's... I think he's owned the idea of the today's Brooklyn Brawler because we don't have enhancement talent. Right. So Kurt Hawkins is a guy. Just Reeves in NXT. <laughs> yeah. I'm being honest with you. I know, yeah. but like he's a guy who comes on television, who gets his character over enough that when he loses, it still makes sense. And like that's something similar to the Brooklyn Brawler that I like cannot be undersold. As a kid, I hate the fact he's from Brooklyn. Give me the Queens Brawler, the Bronx Brawler. <laughs> I was so upset he was from Brooklyn. Uh, we gotta move on to our final round. This All is... right, <laughs> Game Master, hit me. Our final round is Ooh. Nation of Domination versus Team Canada. And a matchup I never thought was actually going to happen. Team Canada, one of the groups that took segments of WCW talking about the different divisions they controlled against the Nation of Domination, just wanted to be heard. WWE versus WCW, our final round. Gentlemen, what do you guys think? I am flabbergasted that this is the last two. Who <laughs> asked for this? I never would have guessed. I am so proud of Team Canada right now. Guys, major guns. 
you know, before we get into the victory speech, we'll do that in a little bit. Right now, <laughs> I just want to say the work you guys have put in to get here today <laughs> hasn't gone unnoticed. And I am so proud of you guys. Please have over, brother. Go ahead. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Why they should win, John? That's the next question. Are you? Just, he's not ready for the finals. I have no idea. Team Canada is not ready for the finals of this bracket. No Nation of Domination, right? Which includes future president The Rock, right? The Rock <laughs> I think yeah. those yeah. comments may age very well. Um, uh, probably will. A celebrity would never be president. <laughs> why, why, why should Nation Nation win today? I think Nation of Domination for all the reasons we've already discussed. I think it formed what a faction can mean. More what so than faction, Team Canada. More so than Team Canada, yes. That what a faction can be, it can be both a staple, a stable, and a launching point. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I think with Team Canada, what we need to really think about is how well it was constructed. You had a clear leader. You had a clear valet. You had a clear cruiserweight. You had a big muscle, the muscle guy in Mike Awesome. You had a veteran in uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. This was a team that didn't only represent a country, but also represented every division equally. That is definitely true. They did cover the gamut uh, in, a, in a very effective way because there were like 40 Canadians. <laughs> There's so many of them. Uh, yeah, I got to give it, I'm going to give it to both. I never run on time, run on time but I'll say this Team Canada did a thing where you really felt every match mattered, even though Landstorm had all three championships at once. But every mm-hmm. match mattered because it was kind of this ideology. But the nation of domination had an ideology that was actually interesting. It wasn't just we're going to win. It wasn't just we are being held down. It was there's some things in our business that's unfair. Let's bring them to light. And it was implied. And sometimes it was explicit. Sometimes it was implicit. I think it was pretty provocative for its time. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's time for the vote. Before we do, Game Master, I want to give a shout out to Charlie Harper in the chat, who says, Primo and Epico will probably be a snub one day. Maybe Samoa Joe, unless they decide to induct them based on his accomplishments outside the WWE. Game Master, hit me. Gentlemen, our final vote of Team Canada versus the Nation of Domination. Can we get hands for Nation of Domination? That's one. Gotta do it. That is two. <laughs> Jack Farmer. Always coming in second. That exchange rate is killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we have our winner, our Does Hall of Fame inductee <laughs> wish. We've got Nation of Domination. Can I say that Nation of Domination included one of the best wrestlers of all time, D'Lo Brown? Woo! The real deal now. You have. No, you did. I, I, many times. <laughs> all, all jokes aside, I think this is a great pick. Yeah, for this, good this spot. I think the Nation of Domination is very underappreciated for the things they've done. The people in the stable are great, and uh, obviously I'm a fan of Team Canada, but this is I think this is a great pick. I think we nailed it. I agree. We totally nailed it here <laughs> yeah. tonight. Yeah. Doing it, and um... Before we get out of here, though, was, was there any one faction you were kind of surprised got eliminated earlier than you thought it would be? Evolution. Really? Oh, fair enough. Oh, Dangerous uh, Alliance this, too, I guess. Sorry, I thought, I yeah, Dangerous Alliance Evolution. That was a, that I thought was, was death bracket, yeah. a rough, a rough, bra- uh, a rough matchup. Obviously, Team Canada shocking the world, making it to the final. Yeah, man. Yeah, Those, that cardio. Uh, for me, it's Team Angle. That was the one I thought would have gone a lot farther, but that Radicals uh, bracket was no, no chance for them. But uh, it's now time for us to get out of here. Steve Kaufman, where can the world find you online, good sir? Oh, uh, the world can find me right here, right now. But also <laughs> on Twitter, almost <laughs> exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N I M heavily involved in the wrestling YouTube space. So if I'm tweeting the link, chances are I'm involved. 
And you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the AEW Dynamite After Show every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well as the WWE Raw Show every Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well as the AEW Social Media Skim every single Monday. And I have an opinion piece article up on After Buzz right now stating that Nick Aldis is the world's most valuable wrestler right now. Check it out and let me know what you think. Game Master, right. where can we find you? Everybody, if you want to find your Game Master, you can find <laughs> me on all platforms at VSCUDDY. That is V-S-C-U. TTI. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Flobo, take it away. You. you can follow me on Twitter at Flobo Voice, on Instagram at Flobito. Flobito.com is the website. I'm selling t shirts. Please buy one at Flobito.threadless.com. NXT after shows later on tonight, right here on After Buzz TV Wrestling and Sports. But until next time, buzz you later. Our founder, <laughs> Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.